Hello, welcome to Photoshop Mechanics. In this episode, I'm going to show you how to use an adjustment layer to sharpen an image. But first, I'm going to show you a trick with the high pass filter. By using low radius values in the high pass filter, we can create a sharpening effect by fading it back to a mode that uses 50% gray as its neutralizing color. The best mode that I recommend using is soft light mode. One benefit that this method has over the unsharp mask filter is that soft light mode uses a kind of bell-shaped curve to apply its effect to the layers below. This means that you'll get less halo artifacts in your image. If the sharpening seems a little bit weak, I'll run the filter again using the history palette and the fill dialog. I don't use this method often, but I found with large images, this is an efficient and very fast way of sharpening them. If you go to entry 004 in the podcast website, you can download a set of actions that takes advantage of this filter. The first action creates a curves adjustment layer, a composite grayscale selection of the images applied as a mask. The action then runs a high pass filter on the mask and prompts you to enter a value. The setting you apply works very similar to the radius value in the unsharp mask filter. If we increase the value, the sharpening halo grows in size. Normally, when you run a filter, the preview checkbox shows you the before effect. But since this is in the middle of an action and we're using the high pass filter, the preview checkbox shows us an extreme sharpening effect. The only way to get an idea of the before and after effect of the sharpening while in the dialog is to use the slider and the undo command. For example, if you find something that you think you like, take the slider, move it all the way to the left to 0.1. Then you can use Command Z or Control Z on your PC to undo that effect to put you back to where you were. Using the undo command, you can go back and forth between the setting you like and virtually no setting at all, which will give you an idea of the before and after effect of the sharpening. Once a value is chosen, the action creates the layer and doubles the intensity of the sharpening by increasing contrast in the mask. It then restores the chosen settings by bringing the layer opacity down to 50%. This gives you some control afterwards in case you want to increase the sharpening effect. All you need to do is simply up the opacity. Now that you have an unsharp mask on a layer mask, you can use other filters to reduce noise or to try and blur noise. You can also use the fade command to fade those filters back. You can actually work on the mask to try and improve how the image is sharpened. I found that this technique of sharpening is very useful when dealing with very large images and you want some non-destructive sharpening. You could just duplicate a layer and sharpen that, but that uses three, sometimes four channels of information if it's CMYK, while this just uses one channel of information. There was once a job I had where I needed to print it at several different sizes, which required different sharpenings. I wanted to do it all in one file, so I used a group of these layers set to different settings that I could turn on and off, and keep it all in one file and still keep it at a manageable size. The second action in the action set does almost the same thing, except it inverses its results, causing a slight blurring effect that can help reduce noise and grain. The remaining sharpening actions are the same as the first, except there's no prompts involved. They use preset amounts all in one step. 
This is really useful if you need to batch a lot of images, you can apply this and the action won't stop, it'll just continue right through. Well, there you go. They said it couldn't be done. An adjustment layer that sharpens and there it is. I hope you enjoyed the tools. You've been listening to Photoshop Mechanics. See you next time. Thanks for listening.